Hey everybody, Dr. Zuleta here. I hope you guys had a fantastic um, Thanksgiving and time with your family and I hope you rested. Um, I want to talk to you guys about legacy today and the importance of thinking about the time, you know, which will come for all of us, uh, which we will live the way that we know this life. And... Um, you know, recently, I don't know if you've heard in the news that uh, Tony Shea, who was the Zappos uh, creator uh, and CEO, has passed in his uh, from injuries. Uh, that's what they said, you know, from injuries of a burn uh, when his house burned down, which um, I've been thinking a lot about it since I learned about it yesterday and it's just been saddening me. I saw Tony Shea speak at a Tony Robbins a Business Mastery event in Las Vegas. Uh, Tony Shea, if you don't know about him, he created a company, he created multiple companies, but the biggest, largest company was Zappos, uh, which was a shoe store. Uh, and the shoe store... I had a little box pretty much that said Delivering Happiness. And he wrote a book called Delivering Happiness. And he was focused completely on the customer. And so what I want to talk to you guys about today is just legacy and and, and what we leave behind. He sold that company for a billion dollars approximately to uh, Amazon. And when I saw him speak, he told us a story one time that he was at um, he was at this party uh, at one of his friends' house, and there was a lady uh, who had been drinking too much, and he was there. And the lady was like, you know, at around midnight or something like that, and she uh, they were trying to find out who would deliver a pizza at that time, and uh, and nobody. You know, I think they couldn't find anybody to do it. Uh, And so this lady said, you know what? I know who I can call. I'm going to call my Zappos representative. He always helps me. I bet you he can do it. And so Tony Shea thought it was super interesting. This lady didn't know that he was the co-founder and the CEO of Zappos.com. But he was impressed with how much this lady thought about the the customer service that they delivered that they way went ahead and beyond of what was expected of them and so she actually did call and she put him on speaker and Tony Shea you know they didn't know that Tony Shea was the founder of Zappos and at that time and and so he was just watching and was wondering which way it was gonna go and so she said um yeah, hey, you know, this is, uh, you know, Andrea or whatever her name was. And uh, I just want a pizza right now. And and the Zappos representative, you know, he seemed a little bit kind of taken aback and said, well, uh, is there anything I can help you with, like in terms of the shoes that you're trying to get? And, and, and he said, well, I want a pizza right now. And he said, well, I just, he kind of took a second and then he kind of took a breath and said, you know what? 
where are you right now? And he started looking for places and he helped her order a pizza. Um, and then they did. And so he was so intrigued by the fact that this customer service representative had done that for that lady. And, and you know, of course, there's a lot of other details about this story, um, but the gist of it is just how amazing is what he left for us in the world. Uh, Jeff Bezos talks about him influencing him a lot in terms of being uh, so focused on the customer because Jeff Bezos himself says that all the time. And, and when he talked to us, he talked to us about culture and being able to create a culture that goes above and beyond um, to make the customer happy, to deliver happiness to the world. And the same was happening, you know, with what he did in Las Vegas. He was trying to revitalize uh, the downtown in Las Vegas and make it into a hub that um, business owners and entrepreneurs could collide together. Uh, when he addressed us and when he spoke to us, he talked about collisions and the importance of collisions. And collisions, he meant that like um, unexpected bumps into other people, into other people's interest, into other people's dreams. And when that happens and you have a lot of collisions, you can start putting together uh, different ideas and things that wouldn't come together otherwise and so he left us so much with delivering happiness and uh and 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 and, and creating places where people could collide and 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 had collisions in a way that uh, you know how he called it um but <clears throat> you know at death at a, uh, such a young age you know i i, I um come from a place where I've traveled all over the world and I've seen so many people go through so many different things and uh, hard times and fires and deaths. And as it turns out, you know, I had a, 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 an experience in Guatemala where one of the families, um, most of the family of one of my really good friends up in a village in the, in, in the mountains of Guatemala, uh, died because of a fire and you know with all of the fires that are going on right now and it's just impressive to realize how fragile our lives are and how much of a blip everything is and how important it is to take every moment and live to the fullest, you know, I was listening to Sadhguru yesterday and he said that um, we shouldn't go to sleep at night, we should die every night, that you're so tired by the time you finish your day that you should literally die. So um, it's amazing, you know, it's amazing to be able to live that way and to be able to uh, die every night and to, if, and to think about that if that if I was going to die today, that I had done everything that I could, that I had lived 
the way that I wanted, that I had left the legacy that I that I wanted to live. I want to leave you guys with a story. Um, when I was a resident, I the first night that I ever pronounced somebody death by myself uh, was uh, a night at the hospital. I was uh, it was like one of my first nights on call by myself, and um, and the hospital was a dark place, you know. At night, the hospital takes on a different energy. The lights come off, um, and it's, it's it's a lot emptier, and and the hallways are empty, and it's mainly doctors and nurses walking around, and some of the family members that stay even at late at night. And so they call me, and it was around like I think it was around twelve thirty. They call me to come and pronounce this lady that had just passed. And so I walked down and I walked down that dark hallway, uh, pretty empty. And I walk into a room and I see this elderly lady in her deathbed. And clearly she has passed. And I look right next to her and that's her husband is right there. And he's an elderly man, very pleasant, very calm, um, and I listened to her heart just, you know, for protocol because we have to confirm that they are dead because the telemetry or the monitor, the heart monitor had uh, signaled that the lady had died and she had a do not resuscitate order. So when this happened, um, they call me, of course, to pronounce her dead. And so I go to the room, like I said. And then when I get to the room and I listen to her heart, like I said, and I noticed that she was passed, uh, I told him, you know, uh, she has passed now. And he was very calm and he said, okay. And he was very calm and, and just he seemed so peaceful. And so that, that kind of triggered my curiosity. And I said, how are you doing? And he, and he said, I'm doing okay. And I said, okay. And he said, yeah. And he said, and he looked at me and he said, I was good to her and she was good to me. And sometimes, you know, yeah, I mean, legacy can look in, in so many different ways and he has so many different feels and it can be in museums and money and uh, in every aspect of our lives, you know. You can leave schools behind, name after you, and books and works of art and works of literature and movies and constructions and all these things, right? But it seems to me that a lot of times in the deathbed, Love is almost what matters the most, and legacy through love is probably the most impactful um, that can be left behind, and it seems to bring the highest satisfaction when we are sitting in those moments of our lives. And so the fact that he could say that, that he could say, you know, she was good to me, I was good to her, brought a deep sense of peace for this guy and I just never forget that story because it 
exemplify sometimes how simple it can be and how elderly people can actually bring concepts in such a simple way that can make it very real for us to get the lesson that we need to get. So um, I just wanted to leave you guys with that and just, you know, enjoy your day. Remember that striving and thriving um, the, the body will complain, the mind shouldn't complain, meaning that, you know, it's going to be painful in some ways, it's going to be painful, it's going to, you're going to have to push yourself, um, but the hardest pain is not to push it, you know, so um, I hope you guys have a great day, and um, the last thing I wanted to go out with is really, you know, with these holidays, if you didn't have the perfect holiday, if you ate too much, if you didn't eat too much, if you didn't eat enough, like, don't feel guilty about it. Just rest easy with it. Move forward and keep on trucking, keep on thriving. Uh, inwards, upwards and onwards. Drive on, drive forward. Okay, everybody. I hope you guys have a phenomenal day and take it easy.